Hello, hello to all of you moms here on It's a Mom's Life. Welcome that you are tuned in. It's awesome. Uh, that was Church Boy featuring Plain Jane. Awesome, awesome song. Awesome song. Yes. Welcome to It's a Mom's Life with Tando and Denise. Yes. It's uh, It's been a hot month, guys. Even though we're going through winter season in South Africa, it's been freezing. Yes. It's been very cold. Well, we've been talking about children and everything concerning children because we know that the children, they are the future. Yeah. And if, if you've missed the past couple of weeks, the shows have been amazing. Go back and listen to the moms. We continue speaking on how to protect our children. Good. Yeah. So this week we decided to, you know, end off this, you know, little kids awareness month with some safety tips. You may want to, you know, use as you go on teaching your kids how to be amazing children of God. And today's info comes from a site called stopitnow.org. Very, very funny name. And this gives you, you know, a few tips on how to protect our children from abuse, especially sexual abuse. Okay. Um, again, you may have heard some of this in the shows that we've actually spoken about before, uh, but you may have missed or forgotten it. So we are yeah. here to remind you. That is fantastic. And I like it says, stop it now. Mm-hmm. Sounds, it's a mom, it's a mom like. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go right into it. The first one is set and respect clear guidelines. Set and respect family boundaries. All members of the family have yep. rights to privacy, in dressing, in bathing, sleeping and other personal activities. If anyone does not respect these rights as an adult, we should clearly enforce the rules. This is um, my battle still in my house. <laughs> <laughs> the enforcing of privacy to my children. Sure. For some reason, when they go to the bathroom, they think it's a community service. <laughs> like everybody must go. Once one person says I need to go you know, to pee or whatever, everybody all of a sudden has the same urge. Uh-huh. And they all want to go in at the same time. Then I have to go, let's give someone the privacy. I need to scream and shout to make sure that they leave the other person to go in alone and not together as a group. Mika is clever because he's bigger now. So when he goes to the bathroom, he locks the door. And then you find all the other kids now knocking. Mm-hmm. They all want to use the bathroom. And it's so funny to me is why do you all want to use it when the one person wants to use the bathroom? So I'm still going through that enforcing of privacy. But this is a very, very good one. Yeah, no, my sons have to like coach each other on. So if the one needs to go to the bathroom, he, he goes, Joshua, come with me. And the other one, Caleb, come with me. And they have to go to the bathroom. To do What's up with that? I don't understand. They, I, if they don't want to go, someone come with me. I'm like, I'm not doing that. They don't want to smell your poop. Um, there's just, you know, you know, what can you do? So the, the next one is demonstrate boundaries by showing in your own life how to say no. Yeah. Right. Teach your children that their no will be respected, whether it's playing or tickling or hugging or kissing. For instance, if your child does not want to give grandma a kiss, let the child shake hands instead. Uh, And make sure, too, that that grandma understands why a child's ability to say no is important for the safety of the child. And like, you know, I can can relate to that because, you know, sometimes I also want to go, you know, Go give Papa a hug. Go give him a kiss. Yeah. And even my, my, my dad, actually, the grandfather, d- actually doesn't um, kiss. He, he actually kisses on the head, which is quite mm-hmm. nice. But, you know, if, if, if they don't want to kiss someone or hug someone, handshake or, or hello and smile or something like that. That's you know, teach true. your children to do that. 
Um, but you know, I'm just, <laughs> I was thinking about, about Caleb and Caleb is like very much an don't invade my space type of kid. Um, I, you know, I can't kiss him a lot or hug him a lot physically. So if I try, you know, I'm lovable. I just, he's just so cute. So I just want to like devour him, like kiss him and like hug him and like smack his bum. He is at the age of four. So, you know, I probably won't get away with that much longer. But even now, you know, I can't get away with it because he actually, he gets very awkward and angry. And if I want too many kisses, he will actually say to me, no, no, mommy, no more. <laughs> and I get offended. <laughs> That's just mom, you know. But it's just showing that he, he there's a boundary and yeah. and I need to respect that boundary for him to carry on um, uh, putting that boundary up. Because if I go, no, you, um, I will, um, you must allow me to then that boundary won't be there anymore. Then it might just come out with someone else. That's not mommy. That's not trusted. No, that's very good, Denise, because I was thinking, as you're speaking now, growing up, I didn't have all this. Like when, you know, someone wants to kiss you or hug you, everybody else, they're like looking at you like you have to do it. Sort of like you're forced to do it even when you don't want to. And everyone just, and you're so uncomfortable. You're so like not wanting to do it. So I I really like this, that you actually allow your kids to, you know, have the form those boundaries as they're young yeah. so that they are no is respected yeah very good this one is um very interesting use proper names of body parts yeah just as you teach your children that a nose is a nose they need to know <laughs> what to call their genitals yeah this knowledge gives the children the correct language and understanding their body yeah for asking questions and for telling about any behavior that could lead to sexual abuse. I have a story with this one because I'm having a challenge, like personally myself, because of how I was raised as well. We never used proper names for anything. It's always been, you know, the... That's common, yeah. You know, I call it the flower, Mr. Elephant, those names. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, I've never heard that one before. (laughs) Sorry, that's funny. So now, the other day, it was actually not even like years ago. So I was trying, you know, when you're teaching your kids their body parts where someone is not supposed to touch you and things like that. And I used the proper names. My children laughed. (laughs) They laughed. So I don't know. At that time, they didn't have the understanding. But I was so uncomfortable saying the actual words. (laughs) And then they laughing. And then Mara would say, that sounds so funny, mommy. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. So So since then, actually, I haven't used, you know, the proper names. So when I read this, I was like, I'm challenged because it's like, how do I, how do I just say, you know? (laughs) No, I get that. I also felt awkward. I had to try it the other day too. And I was like, and they were like, okay, but they didn't like click. But it just was uncomfortable for me, even though it's uncomfortable. No, it's, it's, let's try. No, we live in a time where we actually need to teach because they're going to hear that. They're going to think, what is that? Yeah, it's but true. now, but it's uh, I, I'm struggling with it. I'm not gonna lie. You know, <laughs> like you could have someone that could, would go, "Can I touch you there, whatever that place is?" And they won't know what that place is and go, "Yes, you can." Because Do you know they what I'm saying? Understand. Oh, it's crazy. Um, so it is important. So this next one is be clear with adults and children about the difference between okay touch and inappropriate touch. So an okay touch, which I'm not sure if there is right, you know, in this day and age. And an inappropriate touch. For younger children, teach more concrete rules such as talk with me if any, anyone, family, friend or anyone else, touches your private parts. 
also teach kids that it is un unacceptable to use manipulation or control to touch someone else's body. Yeah. So it's really important. In chatting with someone the other day, they actually said to me, no, no touch is okay. Um, so in other words, if someone tries and touches you, um, you, you don't want, even if it's on the arm or on, on the shoulder, don't touch. So teaching your children, don't let people touch you is really important. If it's a child and they're alone with someone, no touch is okay. Yes. So this is, um, you know, if they're alone and they know any form of touching me right now is not okay. That's what they need to know. That's what they need to learn. If it's in a public place and someone shakes your hand or someone taps you on the shoulder, that kind of thing is okay. But if you're trying to teach your child, if you're alone with someone, they're not allowed to touch you in any way. Um, you know, I had, <laughs> it was quite funny, I had a, dri a driving instructor that touched me on my leg quite often whilst I was driving. <laughs> and like it absolutely flipped me out. But I mean, you know, one would think it's just a leg. But like it's not because I could feel, now my children may not feel the, that thing that's there that's not right, yeah. you know. Um, but I felt it, but they won't. That's why it's important to just say no touch. Um, so, you know, when, when it is in a social calm environment, you know, uh, and, and done in secret. Sorry, when it's a social calm environment, it's, it's you know, it's okay. We, we can see, we're watching. Um, and obviously it depends on where, so please don't get me wrong. But if it's done in secret, then it's a problem. If it's done in secret, which brings us to our next point, which taught me something. Explain the difference between a secret and a surprise. Mm. Both the adults and children in your life need to know how secrets may make kids unsafe. Yeah. Surprises are joyful and generate excitement and anticipation of being revealed after a short period of time. Secrets exclude others often because the information will create or upset or anger. When keeping secrets, just one person becomes, um, becomes routine, children are more vulnerable to abuse. I love this one because after this, I actually asked my kids, um, what's the difference between, you know, a, I asked them what's the secret. And then they said, it's when you're not allowed to tell anyone anything. I'm like, yeah. what is surprise? It means it's when you're shocked. So I sort of like was explaining this to them, which taught me something because it's not something that I was like even thinking about. Yeah, it's true. You know, for my kids to know the difference between, you know, when you're keeping a secret, it's harmful, but a surprise, it's, it's joyful. Yes. So it was an eye-opener for me. Yeah. So that's something I haven't gotten to this week, but it really was something eye-opening for me that I'd like to actually sit with my kids with, you know, what is a secret and um, what is a, what is it? A surprise. A surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. Okay, so... Uh, we're going to start ending off now, but uh, watch out for signs, right? Us as parents need to watch out for those signs. Uh, watch for any inappropriate behaviors in other adults or older youth because children, especially young ones, are not, not as able to recognize these behaviors or protect themselves. So in other words, like I told you, I knew that there was something wrong when someone touched my leg, but my child won't know that or our children won't know that. They need to be taught that. Stay on top of your children's use of technology. So we've spoken okay. about this so many times. But like internet, email, messaging, WhatsApp, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, even peer-to-peer -peer and social networking. Anything that is online, anything that is that you can't visually see, you need to keep your, your child away from. The illusion of anonymity on these electronic mediums often leads to breakdown of social rules and expectations. 
ones that would be assumed if so i'm not even going to go into that if we don't watch them they will break boundaries and when they break those boundaries over social media because nothing can really happen right because it's social media they will then learn how to break those boundaries when it doesn't come to social media anymore and there's so much more that goes with that but social media is a no-go very good the last but not least is speak up practice talking before there's a problem i really love this one as well yeah say the difficult or the embarrassing words out loud so that you can become more comfortable using those words so i need to start using the correct parts you know the private parts of my <laughs> children yeah that's note to self yeah. asking those questions and confronting those behaviors having stress-free conversations about difficult issues with both the adults and children yeah in your life gets everyone in the habit of talking openly and honestly i love that yeah. speak up when you see or speak about the subject to any inappropriate behavior interrupt the talk with the person who's making you feel uncomfortable report anything you know or suspect might be sexual abuse if nobody yeah. speaks up the abuse will not stop i absolutely loved this one as well i mean we need to speak aggressively against these things especially as they happen because sometimes you might be in a setting where maybe it's a family gathering or it's a i don't know a, a event or whatever is happening and something you see something and you think you'll speak about it later when you know you are alone with that person yeah and i think what it says there which is very important address it right there because yeah. leaving it for later you might forget now the person is gone and then a day has gone you haven't spoken about the issue and it was a harmful situation maybe for your child or whatever but i think it's very important to confront the thing as it happens yeah. and when i was actually in cell with my goals um a few weeks ago one of my goals reminded me of something that i did here at church which i had forgotten I, it was not in my memory she said um someone was playing with my child when in this room was still like a, a play games room yeah, yeah. and she, i was downstairs talking with them she said they just saw me move and i was screaming and shouting i was coming upstairs because this person you know when you see your child being uncomfortable and being afraid like yeah. as a mom the first thing you think is rescue you run to that child and she says i was shouting and screaming at this person i can't even remember that um <laughs> that the day holy spirit <laughs> coming over <laughs> because i was like if ah, i i didn't know i had i had that in me but yeah. well, <laughs> i guess when your child is in danger that's the first thing yeah, that she'll do as a mother you go and address the, the the situation right then and there you don't wait for people to go and because that person is doing it in public right yeah. so why not say listen yeah. Your child doesn't like that. Can stop making him feel uncomfortable yeah. or yeah. you know so and so don't do that to him. You can see that he doesn't like it. We yeah. actually need to be very bold and and be aggressive and say you can't do that to to the child when they don't like it to respect the child's boundaries as yeah. well. Yeah, that's good. So be prepared, create a clear and easy to follow family safety plan. Make sure that as adults you know the challenge each other you know, to challenge each other, when, each other when you see any inappropriate behavior. So if something happens, like, you know, if Joshua or if Caleb smacks Joshua's bum, you know, when they come in out of the bath, I, I automatically go, don't do that. You can't touch there because that's your brother's space. But even us as adults. So if something, now obviously, you know, it's kind of weird, but if, some, if Ryan does something <laughs> to me, <laughs> you're like, no, not inappropriately. <laughs> So if okay, let's let's like clean minds, yeah. Got the got the team like laughing. (laughs) People have got like laughing. So if if like Ryan says 
I say something wrong to Ryan, that's actually not appropriate. And I'm not talking about sexually. I'm talking about anything. It could be an ugly word or it could be something not encouraging for, for us to be able to speak and go, that wasn't encouraging. Um, that's not a good place to be in. Let's change what we've just said there. So or when I'm negative, oh, you know, my dad was my day was so terrible. Ryan can go, no, don't say that in front of the kids or or kids, we, we can't think like that. We need to think like this. And not condescendingly, not ugly, not, mm. that's terrible, how can you do In a way that um, we can all learn from the situation. Because, I mean, we all say stupid things and do stupid things at certain times. That. Um, <laughs> that's very true. But, yeah. That's true. I just, just I can say this one thing with, with Mika, because he's older now. So when s certain situations happen between me and Patrick or whatever, he would say, Mommy, listen to Daddy. Daddy, don't shout at mommy. Like he would, like sometimes we'd look at him and just laugh. He finishes yeah. a lot of this, the arguments or whatever because he just goes, mommy, don't do that to daddy. Daddy, don't do that to mommy. And then it's like, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very funny because yeah. they start keeping you in check of the things that you teach them. That's good. That's good, Shem. Yeah. I had that with, with Joshua the other day. We, we fought and then Joshua's <laughs> like, mommy and daddy, why are you fighting? It's like, okay, sorry. <laughs> um, so yes, make sure that your, your children know who to speak to when mm -hmm. something goes wrong. That's obviously you or your husband or you de depends on your situation at home because everyone's situation is different. Be careful who you ask your child to speak to. Uh, make sure that they are faithful and trustworthy. Make a list of people and organizations you can call for advice or information and help. So obviously your local church should be, you know, should be a safe place there to speak to your pastors, to speak to, um, you know, what we would term a leader or someone that's, you know, high up in the church that does counseling. Um, you can also do online stuff, but I, I, I wouldn't really go that route. Um, you know, speaking to someone like a, perhaps a, a doctor or someone, just a helpline, but a, a, tr a trustworthy helpline somewhere, a lifeline somewhere, and that you would know. Um, you know, ending off today, we're just going to close the Psalm 82 verse 3 to 4, and it says, Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the rights of the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. It is our responsibility to stand up for our children uh, and children in general, not just keep it to ourselves. This is this is a, a discipleship thing for children. The, uh, growing a child, um, teaching a child, that's discipleship. That's what the Bible talks about. Just the way shepherds protect their sheep, they have the responsibility to fight of bears and lions like David did. That's what our pastor actually spoke about this weekend. But fighting off bears and lions, that's what David did. He fought off bears and lions um, to protect his sheep. That's exactly what we must do. How much more for, for our children in all ways possible, from the physical to the emotional to the spiritual, our jobs are cut out for us, right? Uh, but we can do this with Christ, Amen. right? We can't look at it and go, this is too overwhelming. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and through the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that's who we turn to going, Holy Spirit, there's a delicate situation here. Help me. Help me to do this. Help me to speak. Help me to um, fix the situation. Amen. 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 So we hope this has encouraged you yeah. ending off this uh, month's uh, you know, uh, theme. But we hope we're going to have a good thing next next month. Myself and Tanda are still talking about it. Yeah. But yes, that is it from It's a Mom's Life, where we live, laugh, and love on Active yeah. FM. Yeah. So check us out and make sure you look at us, check us out on Facebook, comment, uh, you know, do your thing there. It would be awesome. And that's it from me and Tando. Good and bye. Yes.
Now we're going to be singing a song. No, we're not going to be singing a song. We're going to be listening to a song um, from Capital Kings, Don't Want to Wake. Radio has never been better.